0: Did you know that bef- way before he fell from grace, that Bill Cosby was pretty much the pioneer of black actors on television? All right, He was the first guy to be featured in a show, not only with somebody else, but by himself. You'll find out about that and several other things in this episode of boomerography. Okay, folks, we're back again with the inimitable and knowledgeable Jay Cassing, uh, to wrap up, uh, and it probably take us a couple of episodes here, but that's okay. Uh, the TV of the sixties, because, I, and really, I was thinking about it, Jay. The 60s was a fertile ground for the growth of television. That's when it really got big. And, you know, I mean, the 50s, yeah, but the 60s, it just took off. You know, I mean, you even had late That's night right. TV by I then. Mean.
1: Yeah, TV, it really came into its yeah. own, all the different formats. And you could argue that even sporting events grew up in the sixties.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. I remember watching uh, a a football game with my grandpa back in like 1960, which would have made me seven years old. And uh, (laughs) it was just these fuzzy things running around on a black and white screen. And he said, "Yeah, he goes. It's this new outfit called the Dallas Cowboys. You know, I just wanted to <laughs> check them out and see what it was." And I thought, "How that, can he see? They're never going to amount there, to anything." You know, and yeah, but well, of course. And no, back then, they sure did. You know just... that, that was that was for sure. the The main thing they were able to accomplish was to run the Dallas Texans out of uh, from the AFC out of town, and Let's they had to move to Kansas City and yeah. call themselves the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, old Lamar Hunt, uh, good old Texas boy, but he wasn't able to k- stay there with his team. And uh, I always remember the the quote, uh, of when they came and they said, Well, your son lost a million dollars on that team this year. He says, Aren't you concerned? He goes, mm, Yeah, he says, Uh, I'm somewhat concerned. He says, Uh, and I'll be a lot more concerned. He says, Uh, in about a hundred years. And then it was like, ah, uh, I think yeah. he's got some money.
1: Yeah. Not so, really that concerned. Of course, the value <laughs> really? of the franchise on paper it goes is up. and like- goes up. So you lose a million. It's okay. The value of the franchise mm-hmm. goes up. $40 million, So, yeah. Sure,
0: good. sure. <laughs> you oh, know, the one- yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And, of course, the... the- I was going to say... Go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. In the 60s, we saw a transition in programming because they just then started to give African Americans leading roles not just character roles uh, it, it had already happened on radio mm-hmm. but it had never happened in broadcast television and so you you start off with i think right. Bill Cosby probably and I spy with Robert Culp. Yeah. and then you you migrate to yes yes yeah. and
0: and oh. it's not as a comic you know, as a as a serious, you know, dramatic right. I, uh, I mean, role. they would
1: have yeah. some repartee between the two of them, of course.
0: Which, yeah, well, which disappointed me because I was looking for him to be he funny. He is a funny you man. Know what I mean,
1: but yes. Uh, uh, and then oh, you, yeah, you yeah. have the first female, Diane Carroll, in as a nurse, oh. uh, in Julia. I think a single mom yeah. as well.
0: The far. The former Miss Vic. That is Miss Vic did well for himself. Can I say that? (laughs) Vic, you you dog, you Vic. Yeah.
1: Now, one of my favorite Mm -hmm. openings to a show was The Mod Squad. It's another one of those shows where an interracial interracial show. show. And this is America. And it was. Mm -hmm. But it was one white, one black, one blonde. Mm -hmm. and. Yeah. And Peggy Lipton, <laughs> Peggy, she did Peggy well Lipton did for herself too. With uh, I think it was Quincy Jones,
0: also also known as right. Mrs. Quincy Jones, that's right? And the uh, the nice. mother of Rashida,
1: that's Jones. right. Oh, so true. Yes, yes.
0: Oh, Quincy Jones, unbelievable yeah. talent. The guy who made yeah Michael Jackson into what he became as far as a super yeah. duper duper star he produced his first, uh, two albums, uh, off the wall. I know the first one, but I, I'm thinking it's the, uh, oh yeah. The very, the, the, yeah. uh, unbelievable, unbelievable. And, and I mean, anything the guy touched, he even did a song with, uh, Bill Cosby called Hickey Burr that was freaking awesome, you know, and it was just Cosby riffing, <laughs> Yeah, hey, uh, but it, I, you know, well, it's unbelievable. Cosby when he got and, his
1: uh, first show by himself, Cos, when he plays the, the coach and mm-hmm, the you mm-hmm. know, the high school whatever, right? Did when music, he did the music, but he would riff who dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he had this kind of bluesy yeah. um, riff. Is that the same? Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hickie burr, hickie burr. Yeah. Oh yeah. No,
0: no, it's unbelievable. You know, and you listen to it, it's like, man, that is a huh. good song. Crazy it man. really is. But, uh, and of course he did the, you know, later the theme song to Sanford and son, you know, so, uh, uh, good, good stuff that Quincy did. And, uh, in the sixties, he broke into, uh, producing, uh, Music uh, on records, movies, TV shows again, big breakthrough for yeah. black yeah. artists. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, to, to this day, Quincy's well, and you go, you go
1: across pay, the country, so. We're staying in music so. for the moment, and what Barry Gordy did mm-hmm. and Motown, right? Oh, yeah. and just remarkable. Sure. Still, my favorite artists are Motown, Stevie Wonder. No hmm
0: Yeah, Stevie yeah. won. Well,
1: yeah, you got four tops. You got Temptation, Spring Supreme, supports, right? Um, yeah. And oh, yeah. uh yeah. Tammy Terrell. Okay, Arifa. Um, trying to per- no. Uh his name escapes me. But um, yeah. Just anyway, we're off TV, so we should probably get back.
0: hmm Okay. So where we left off last week in the uh, in the train of things was with kids shows we covered the cartoons and uh, was kids shows and of course you had your daytime shows which was the famous and very long, oh, I think the only guy to rival Johnny Carson for longevity uh oh. Bob Keeshan as Absolutely. Captain Kangaroo Absolutely.
1: and mm-hmm.
0: and uh Right. Mr. Green Moose Jeans.
1: And uh Pony
0: Rabbit. Mr. Right. Mr. Moose, Bun Bun, uh, you know, the bunny rabbit. Oh yeah. Uh, uh amazing, amazing uh, run. Uh and it was every morning. It was an hour long show to begin with, and then later on uh cut right. to a half hour, uh, as the baby boomers, you know, kind of got older and gave way to the What's, what's that? The baby boomers, yeah. uh, Gen Xers, yeah. Gen X. I mean, really, who cares? But <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and
0: <laughs> not, not not. Well, there that that was also but, two other you know, notes
1: for the, Captain Kangaroo that, that spring to my mind, and one is the dancing bear, oh, and I forgot and about the you. joke that yeah. the the recurring joke where the ping pong balls would fall down on top of all of them, right? Oh, and yeah. they would each play that trick on oh, yeah. each other. Yeah. And it was just, you know, yeah, yeah. it was wonderful. Sure. Oh, you and were. You were. Waiting you, were. For it. you were waiting
0: for it. And, and, and of course, I loved the little cartoon feature that they had, uh, you know, th- at least through uh, a great part of the show, you know, especially when I was younger, which was yes. Tom Terrific and uh, his nemesis, Krabby Apple.
1: Mighty Dog.
0: And I'm. Was it Mighty Dog yes, Manfred? said he did. He had. I yes it was. Yes, it was. As we call it, folks, a walk down memory yeah, lane. Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Manfred the Wonder Dog. And and then yes. they had Rough and Ready, you know, it was another uh little uh uh excerpt, but <clears throat> oh yeah, Captain kangaroo Uh oh, yeah. I grew up with the guy, you know, and uh and contrary to popular urban legend, he was not a marine that uh, saved Lee Marvin's life or any of you know these stories. He was in the in the Marines, and he was stateside in between the World War II and the Korean War. He never actually served anywhere overseas or saw any combat. Uh, I've I've not seen that about Bob. He definitely was. I've seen
1: it about Mr. Rogers. Like he has this, this, right. This huge Christopher Lee background that is just hard to believe. Right. (laughs) I mean, I've i just just been seeing some things on Christopher Lee Mm -hmm. last week that have just blown my mind. I just did not appreciate that. Well, I don't want to, he was, his cousin was Ian Fleming, <laughs> or, or I did not uh, realize his that. His uncle and his cousin, I think, second cousin, whatever it was, and, and he was he was a yeah. spy. He was in as, as his resume would tell it the inspiration for James Bond. Uh, of course, he's got this long story mm-hmm. career playing Dracula, a lot of bad guys, and of course. In, he was in Lord sure. of the Rings, and of course, he knew Tolkien way back when, and of course, nobody else in the cast would have known right. who that was. Um, anyway, it's just, sure. it was remarkable, all the things that are listed. I, I, I Again, I digress, which is going to happen when you get into a situation. Yeah, like no, 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 no.
0: That's what happens when you're walking down memory lane. The uh, but you know, in, kid, in kids' daytime shows, there was Captain Kangaroo, of course, there was Romper oh, Room. And Romper Room, I, I, I wasn't that kind of a franchise, you know, that it, different cities it had was. different uh, uh, yeah. ladies yeah. as the Romper Room, It kind of yeah. like Bozo the yeah. Clown was yeah. in the 50s. It was localized, uh, so
1: so local kids know, could each, go on the Romper Room show at their local CBS or ABC affiliate, whatever it was. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just. Right. right. And, and, you know, romper Room was kind of like mm. kindergarten, at least kindergarten well, the yeah. way it was when I was. I don't know, probably now they have you studying quantum physics. But, uh, you know, back then it was, uh, you know, show and tell and all of that. And, and so it was it would kind of get the, you know, the littler kids ready for, for, you know, here's what's coming, you know. So and then you had Mr. Rogers, of course. Uh started in the late sixties. Uh and my brother was more of a Mr. Rogers fan than I was. Uh uh quite frankly, I used to kind of make fun of Mr. Rogers. You didn't want to be my friend. Yeah, I know you did. I know you could. You know, so uh, uh and he had his little characters, you know, the the king. Right. Of uh, uh yeah, they had the little you know the land where the, t- the little toy train yeah. would go in there, and then they'd be in this right. uh, fantasy land and all of that. Uh, uh, and the main theme of Mister Rogers was you know to try to give kids uh just give them confidence, you know to 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 get out there and you know and make friends. Well,
1: and I think also so cool. how to treat and, everyone uh, with respect. Right and how you should be mm-hmm. talking to anyone and sure. yeah, uh, be engaging. Absolutely, I I was kind of a, I was hit and miss on that. Show. How, to act, how to how to act, act right without using the, the back of your hand <laughs> yeah. or your, you know you you take that leather belt out of those six <laughs> loops and it means something, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, Don't don't go Bill Burr on everybody. You know, <laughs> no, really not isn't. necessary. <laughs> It's probably not even necessary for Bill Burr, although that makes him a lot of money. But, uh, you know, just, uh, no, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, and, you know, people used to make fun of him and say he was a little too effeminate or whatever. Uh, and Mr. Rogers, I believe, was a uh, either a retired or just inactive uh, uh, Methodist minister. And, uh, you know, you could kind of see that, that gentle, pastorly, yeah. Demeanor yeah. Uh, in him. And uh, 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 again, I'm not so sure I'd have my sons go on a Boy Scout weekend with them. I, I just don't know. But
1: <laughs> on the other hand, this is I, where Jay. I'm sorry,
0: folks. Sorry. This is if where you're a Mr. Rogers fan. This is I'm where Jay gonna, sits I out. I apologize.
1: <laughs> no, I don't. No, I
0: don't. I meant it. I meant it. I'm sorry. I say, you know, if you don't like it, write to J Cassie of No.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> but uh <laughs> <from, laughs> <laughs> the uh <laughs> or, <laughs> uh and then we move into prime time shows for kids, uh still kind of unique because the programming was aimed at kids themselves in prime time. Uh, because, you know, baby boomers did not stop happening until, you know, mid to some would say even late sixties. So, you know, there are right. still little kids, uh, you know, yeah. you had leave it to beaver, which of course I could identify with uh beaver, uh, because he was my age, uh, all the time. Then right. you had Dennis the menace, you know, uh, adapted from the, uh, Found the, the yeah. uh, yeah. cartoon strip. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Mr. Mm. Wizard's World, you know the the old fella. I mean, Bill Nye wishes he, you know, was yes. as good as yeah. Mr. Wizard was, because you know he didn't. Mr. Wizard actually was a scientist. He didn't just yeah, that's play a great show. It was good, you know, and he would do experiments and stuff like that, you know, and you'd want to do them in your house, and your mother would be like, no way, I'm not giving you the baking soda (laughs) and the uh, vinegar.
1: (laughs) I know what's going to happen. And and how do moms know know that this is what's going to happen? They just know. They just know. They
0: do. That's, you know, uh, to, 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 uh, to take a phrase from, a commercial from the time mothers are like that, yeah, they are. Uh, then you had Disney's wonderful world of color because you'd had the, the wonderful world before in the 50s. Well, now we were That's moving right. into color TV, another big development, yeah, in the 60s. You know, in the early 60s, you had a color TV. Wow, they got a color TV. Well, by the end of the 60s. Everybody had a color TV, you know, I mean, that was just what you did. And then, you know, many of the popular shows too started out in black and white, you know, uh, and moved to color halfway through. Uh, Andy Griffith is one. Uh, Beverly Hillbillies was another. Uh, Gilligan's Island was one of those, I think. uh, So Gilligan's Island was one of those. It absolutely was. And, and so, uh, and even Perry Mason later did some color episodes, uh, you know, they were like specials or what have you, you know, but, uh, but still, uh, then another one was yeah. Lassie and, you know, I, I always thought Lassie was a little sappy, but you know, I, I would watch it cause I'd want to see, you know, <laughs> what old man Jenkins fell down the well you know, I'm like, how can he, how does he know that from that whimpering? You know what I mean? But Lassie knew Lassie could take him right to him. Take us where the trouble is, girl. Er, er, you know, did you ever watch Flipper? Was. So, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did watch Flipper. Same story. Yes, it's the I same same sure did. Yeah.
1: Like only it was a dolphin instead of a dog. Mm-hmm. I, yeah.
0: Yes, pretty much. I I would say you're right on that and and you know what I always used to think of you know because like I say when by the time Flipper came on you know I was uh I, I, not a teenager but what I would uh term uh uh I used for lack of a better thing I'll use the technical term a wise ass punk you know so <laughs> so uh you know, and I always think, well, how in the world are they going to get another ocean scenario in there so that they can get Flipper? Because, you know, Flipper could come out of the water. You know, I mean, that was the, the big drawback to Flipper. Uh, and, of course, I my brother, my little brother, uh, really enjoyed the show that came after that uh, in the lineup. Uh, I, I'm thinking it was NBC. Uh, but uh, ben, which was gentle Ben, little Ronnie's brother, which uh, which Ronnie Howard's little brother Clint Howard, which it's funny today, Jay. I look at him and I say, you know, as it got older, it's funny that Ronnie is the weird looking one now, and Clint looks pretty normal, you know. So <laughs> it's just like, and it was just the total opposite when they were kids. And of course, their dad was uh, right. was in the show too, you know, and uh, uh, Rance Howard. Uh, and Rance Howard, pretty good old actor on his Yeah, movie. a lot of Western character actor. He could, he could do. Some. Yeah, he was in a lot of Westerns and different stuff. Uh, and of course, you know, being from Oklahoma, he was kind of a natural on that. Uh, and you had uh, Dobie Gellis, uh, which was yeah. in the early 60s. And it was really for older kids and teens, uh, even young adults. uh, It dealt with uh, issues of class, money, popularity, things of that nature. Uh, One of the, uh, uh, a couple of the big, you know, Tuesday Weld was on there as uh, uh, Thalia Menninger, which was Dobie's always love interest. And she was only interested in boys with money. Which of course later w- would would be Chatsworth Osborne the third, you know, and uh, he. Uh, which uh, it cracks me up because Rush Limbaugh always called. Uh, 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 what's the what's the the guy that used to wear the bow tie uh-huh. on Fox? Uh, uh, yeah, Tucker Carlson, Chatsworth Osborne the third. And uh, she <laughs> kind of looks like, yeah. It. Uh, well, is it- and uh, but the er- the earlier rich kid interest was played, and I can't remember his character name, but it was played oh, really? by Warren Beatty. I don't
1: remember that,
0: you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Warren Beatty was in there. And oh, well, of course, for me, it's reruns, sure. you know, where I see it and I'm like, oh, that's right. That's right. Warren right. Beatty was in that. Uh, then you had uh, And I would say this one was for kids, uh, you know, because baby boomers, their dads, most of them had had fought either in World War II or the Korean War. Uh, Hogan's Heroes, uh, which uh, kind of uh, turned the Germans into just daffy, not knowing what they do, you know, yeah, bumbling it is from the efficient monsters right. that they actually were. Now, there's
1: another show that uh, popped into my and, head. Uh, uh, and it was more for mm-hmm. teens. But I remember my... I I'm, I have three older brothers, and they would watch it. So I'm watching it, because there's only one TV. And, and it was... right, at, right And well, you were outvoted. Right. Uh, and smallest and the most beat upable. So... You got to respect your place in the cast, right? So there you go. So it was room two twenty two, right? Oh, and and so you had a a, a mixed race teaching staff and really cool hip kids that really liked their teachers and loved their school, but they were still living in the sixties. That's cool, man. You know all that. the clothing was uh-huh. just quintess that is that's right quintessential sixties stuff that was just and it was a mm-hmm. it was a cool show. Oh yeah. And that's where we're introduced for the first time to Karen Valentine. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, Karen Valentine. Golly. I had almost forgotten workers. about her. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, yeah, she she went on to do some other stuff. uh, Yeah,
1: she did.
0: Anyway, uh, so but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, oh yeah, no, it was a popular show. ABC, you know. So uh, you know, always kind of looked at as the third network. You know, the bottom of the uh, of the pole. You know, and so they but they did some unusual stuff. You know, in trying to break out of that. You know that uh, well, they were willing to do stuff that the other two just wouldn't even touch. You know, so uh you bet. When did the When did the monkeys? <laughs> Which uh, did
1: we talk about them?
0: That was monkeys. Yeah. Also, a kids' show for prime time, uh, and of course. uh I'd say a fairly blatant rip yeah, off no of them, of the Beatles, no uh, yeah, and uh, you know the famous Don Kirshner of the later, uh, popular, ever popular Don Kirshner's rock concert, uh, put the monkeys together, and they made the movie Head, and uh, which was, by the way, Jack Nicholson's first directorial like- debut, along with his along with his partner, Peter Bogdanovich. Who obviously became, you know, a so.
1: famous director. Mm-hmm. Last Picture Show and many uh-huh. other things. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Oh, sure. And of course, Nicholson, who went on to, you know, act in, uh, and had his breakthrough uh, role in, uh, and I'm not going to, Say that that movie uh, <laughs> where he's a French lieutenant for American International or Roger Corman? No, not that. It might one. just be with but, Peter Parker, uh, uh, yes. Easy, Easy Rider.
1: Rider. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. As uh, George, you know, not the guy Captain they America? pick up on the road. Uh, no. And, and, no, was I mean, he ca- No, he wasn't Captain America. <clears throat> well, he had the yeah. Captain America mm-hmm. bike. Yeah. He sure did. And, uh, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, the monkeys, yeah, super popular, super popular. And they, uh, you know, and they, and none of them had been in a band before. Uh, only Mike Nesmith knew how to play any instruments. Right. They taught him and, uh, you know, how to play. And uh, of course, Mike Nesmith, uh, who played Mike, <laughs> uh, you the know, beanie the beanie uh, <laughs> worthy—he's the
1: one that always wore the, the knit cap, yeah,
0: right. But, the ski hat, or 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 what? What did Mike and Doug McKenzie call it? A toque. The uh, he always had his toque on, and uh, his uh, he he actually you know had some talent and and compose some uh, kind of crossover rock. I think he wrote uh, a
1: different drum for Linda Ronstadt. uh And uh, I think that's the song he wrote. And uh, he he obviously was a talented writer, musician. Uh, It almost, I almost felt like he was kind of wincing through the whole thing. Like, I really don't want to be here, but I'm here. And I signed up for this gig and,
0: and right. the money is right. really good, you know. So you know, and of course, Mike Nesmith's uh, one of his—I uh, uh, guess you'd call it—once uh, uh, removed uh, claims to fame is that his mother invented Whiteout.
1: Yes, and if I—if my memory and, serves, uh, yeah, he was also the inspiration for music videos. He created an entire album of music videos called Elephant Parts, and it became uh, a rage oh, such yeah. that people were going, "Wait a minute! This could be this could be something." Which then turns into this whole music television phenomenon mm-hmm. that happens in the seventies, or I guess late seventies, early eighties. Sure.
0: Yeah, so it wasn't the boggle. Well, that
1: was the. They were the first song.
0: That Video killed the, the radio on the TV.
1: star. But that's, that's, you know, no, they weren't.
0: Yeah. And it was the first music video. We're going to release this as a video.
1: Packaged as
0: it. You know, and then of course the subject of the song was video killed the radio star, you know, which of course did not happen. Uh, And uh, actually, actually reality TV killed MTV. The, uh, (laughs) That and Beavis and Butthead. Uh, But we're getting a little far afield from the 60s. And uh, uh, we're going to move into primetime shows for family entertainment. And there were uh, plenty of them. Uh, As a matter of fact, we're coming up on our half hour mark. Why don't we take a quick break here? Of course, for you folks, it'll be a week-long break, and we'll come back and get into prime time for family entertainment and and whoosh through that because there's a oh
1: yeah lots bunch of memories of stuff there
0: a whole bunch of stuff lots of memories and, and almost all of them uh, not every one of them but almost all of them uh, right. in reruns right. uh, uh, and they have been and they will be again you know, because it's, it it's classic material. Uh, but uh, folks, uh, take it easy and uh, hope your your week goes great. And we'll see you next week with uh, the rest of the show, which is Primetime Family Entertainment. Remember to become a sponsor of the Boomerography Show. Go to www.patreon.com dot com slash boomerography and for a small five dollar subscription fee you get access to special content available nowhere else see you next week folks